0: Hi everyone. Welcome to the Future Leaders Mentoring Podcast. This week we are talking about mentoring um, and we have Lindsay and James with us this week. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. So thanks for joining me today. Um, So we've got a couple of questions we just want to go through uh, around mentoring both your experiences of uh, you know personal mentoring and, and being a mentee, but also um, we are lucky enough that you both um, work for Future Leaders uh, mentoring as as your sort of side hustles, um, helping us along the way as our lead advocates. So you get to speak with lots of mentors and mentees along the way. So you're not just your personal experiences; you've got quite a bit of experience in um, bringing people into the business as well. So Um, thank you for that so just starting off then um, Lindsay from from your perspective what examples of, of mentoring can you can you share with our listeners
1: I think that we probably do quite a lot of unofficial mentoring without realizing it on most days I have worked at Opus quite a long time and have managed quite a few different people so have existing relationships and it might be that on those occasions some of those people also come to me ask for advice help talk to me about their development and I think you you probably without realizing it do fall into kind of like a mentor mentee relationship with those people because you know you've you know them and you've work, worked with them in the past they're asking you for advice or they're asking you for some guidance um, and I think that you might just see it on face value to start off with is what it is is oh it's just a colleague asking you a question but actually if you reflect on it you're probably actually kind of falling into that mentor mentee um, relationship giving them some advice or maybe kind of helping them work through something um so yeah I think that there's probably quite a lot of things on a day-to-day basis where you do it without realizing. Hmm. Yeah I, I
0: hadn't I hadn't thought of it that way actually it's a good it's a good example. Um, James do you, do you experience the same sort of mentoring experiences or, or are, you, are you different?
2: Yeah, I think that's a good point, actually, Linz. I don't think I'd considered it in that way either. I think there's, you almost go through day-to-day, especially as a line manager, I think, it, within a business and you're constantly speaking to people all the time and you're doing a bit of coaching, you're doing a bit of mentoring and you're getting good feedback um, and you see people progress. And that's what I really love about mentoring. And when I think about my own, experience I had an unofficial mentor as well Uh, really he was just my line manager but there were a few key things that I got from him that really changed things for me I think Uh, one of the big things was he told me what I needed to hear not necessarily what I wanted to hear Um, he was always prepared to challenge me he became an advocate for me you know instilled me with lots and lots of confidence um, and helped me think about things in a completely different way. And I think that, when I think back now, although I didn't recognise it as mentoring at the time, that really changed the trajectory of my career. Um, and I, I think that's one of the reasons why I feel so positive about the mentoring experience, um, even though that wasn't officially a mentoring experience. So hmm. I was positive.
0: No, that's a good one. Um, and when I when I think about um, mentoring. Um, I find I get just as much um, sort of inspiration and, and energy out of my mentee conversations as I do from from mentors that I have. So um, I kind of talk about it like as if, if my mentee has experienced a, a breakthrough or they've tried something and it's really come off. Um, I find myself walking away from that conversation as if I've if i've achieved that and it's it's an amazing feeling and even talking about it now i just I just kind of have goose pimples over it you know and it's it's a wonderful thing and i suppose you know i, I don't see reverse mentoring happening that much james do you do you think it's it's underused or, in in your experience
2: i think it is yeah i think for me there's often a culture of the leader knows best i think and that's a shame because there is so much you can gain from a reverse mentoring experience. I think when I've had the opportunity to mentor people, I've got that same feeling of, you know, satisfaction, having seen them make a breakthrough, but also I've learned a lot about their own circumstances, particularly if they're from a different background to myself. It helps me see things through a different prism. I think that's been really, really helpful. Um, I saw an example of how reverse mentoring can, can work really well. It was in the um, in the public sector um, and they, were, they weren't getting enough applications from diverse backgrounds and what they decided to do was pair up um, somebody from a BAME background within the senior leadership team and they attended all the senior leadership meetings and things like that and they both found it a really positive experience and it led to all sorts of different changes but the main one was having somebody from a BAME background on an interview panel all of the interview panels and it really changed the game for for them and i think that that's where it can be really used in a positive way and i think the more we can include that the better
0: yeah i would agree um lynn's what do you think
1: i had never heard of the term before so that maybe goes to show one thing um but i do think that it has to the mentor has to be open to that in some ways as well and i think hmm. it you know old views of mentors and mentees would have been or the men even on like James said about the line manager known best or the mentors are the one with all the experience so you have to listen to what they say but actually I think we're more open to challenging that now particularly us and the mentors mm-hmm. that we take on are very much here to learn more things from the mentees as well um, so it's much more of a two-way Relationship these days, I think. Mm. Um, when I think a lot of people would think of it, the traditional relationship is well, the mentee is just going to learn from the mentor, and then that's it. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's but it's much more two way now.
0: Yeah, I agree, and and I think there's a lot more to be gained from the relationship in, in that respect as well. Yeah. So, uh, as, as a mentee, you understanding that you're giving something to the relationship, and you know, even I think it was it was yesterday in one of one of our. Uh, posts that we did on linkedin um you know one of our non-exec directors came forward and said i've always struggled asking for a mentor because i was worried that i was taking up their time um and actually in the way in which we are setting up mentoring within future leaders it's a it's a 50 50 responsibility on that relationship and therefore you know as a mentor you're getting as much out of the relationship as the mentee is, and therefore you should, you shouldn't feel that way about the, the giving up of time because you're both giving up time, yeah. um, and you should respect each other's time and, and each other's knowledge um, and experience going into that. Um, and I think, a, like a, I guess a bigger example of this is I'm seeing a lot more sort of shadow exec teams being created where you've got you know um, younger individuals or more diverse individuals, whether that be um gender or ethnicity or even um diversity of thinking um you know being part of that and and seeing loads of success stories um coming from 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 that approach and i think that's that's definitely something that um you know from a leadership point of view you know we should be we should be thinking about more and having more companies with with that sort of approach um to to help us um so, so moving on from that then um and and a question for you Linz how do you how do you choose a mentor how do you sort of think right this is the sort of person I'm looking for
1: I think you have to know what you want out of the relationship first of all so as a mentee you need to have some of your own goals or some things that you want to achieve Um, and then that person's got to be able to kind of have the some experience and able to help you with that but I think it's for, for me I'm quite a people person so even if someone didn't have all the experience tick all the boxes that I need if I had that relationship with them and we were on the same wavelength and you know we had a few other things in common that would mean much more to me mm. um, because I think there are some skills that are transferable into anything unless your your goal is really kind of something specific um so I think it's got to be that you are going to have a relationship where you can get on with that person where you feel you can be open with them and also in the reverse talking about reverse mentoring like we said you you're going to need to hear maybe some hard truths from that person so you need to be able to sign say to yourself I'm going to be able to take that so there's quite a few things that you've got to consider, really. But I think the experience is one thing. But I personally would trade some of that up for somebody that I knew I could have a good relationship with.
0: Cool. And I guess that's part of the experience you can share with uh, mentors and mentees coming into Future yeah. Leaders. It's how to not only match people up, but how to start those first conversations off.
1: Yeah, we have those face to face conversations with them for that exact reason.
0: And, and James, I mean, you mentioned earlier about, you know, having some of the harder conversations with your line manager when you're looking for a mentor, do you want somebody that you can get along with and, and give you some truths or do you want somebody to develop some friction with you to, to sort of develop you that way?
2: I think there's, there's definitely a balance to be struck between those two aspects of it. I think without making it sound too much like, like dating, lindsey's got a point you know a bit of it is about chemistry it's about kind of can i can i really um can i really get on with this person can we have frank discussions about kind of my goals and and what i want to achieve um and will i get exactly what i want because of course it goes without saying you need somebody with 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 a background that you think um will offer you the skills and experience that you need to really develop your career but i think over and above that is can you get on with somebody i think Generally speaking, that happens quite quickly. Um, Maybe within the first meeting, you'll get a good sense of whether it's going to work from that perspective. Um, But I think the key thing is, I personally, I always think, you know, I'm not trying to emulate this person. I've got my own kind of career goals and things like that. But I'll take what I can from from the mentor and really forge my own path and not feel too constrained with what they've achieved, even if they've got a similar background and they've got to a similar place that I want to get to. It's not following that script, that blueprint, but being quite free and being quite expressive about what, what is it that you want to achieve? Because we might think we've got the same kind of career goals in mind, but we've got to forge our own path. So it's, it's about striking that balance too.
0: Mm. Well, and that's a, that's a really good point actually. I suppose it's, um, it's having the confidence to know that you don't have to follow somebody else's path. Um, and you don't have to be over grateful for their time and therefore listen and lap up everything they're saying. You can challenge back and say, well, that, that's not quite for me. Um, I'll try this, this, and this, but, but that's, that's not really me. And we, I suppose we talk quite a lot about being authentic and that, I guess, encapsulates that, that sort of authenticity for me is knowing what you want to do um, and being challenged on it, no doubt but being confident enough to know, yeah, this is, this is my path. And I'm not, not just, not just following your path because you're helping me out.
1: Mm. Yeah. I think that goes back to the reverse mentoring as well, doesn't it? That kind of thing, because you're, it's the mentee knowing that that person's going to have some experience, but they don't have to take it all on. They can say to them, that's That's great. These bits I'm going to take, but other bits, actually, that's where you've done it, but I'm going to try a bit different.
0: Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, I, and I suppose some of that comes back to some of the follow-up conversations you have with our mentees and mentors. Because sometimes you you, know, you have that first conversation and, and maybe you're not quite confident enough at that stage to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Or maybe you're not sure of your, your, your path or your, your objectives. And, and maybe that's where, you know, when you guys sort of have those follow-up conversations and you find out how it went and you can give feedback to to both mentor and mentee to to sort of further that relationship and and if if somebody isn't quite comfortable yet to talk direct on those topics at least they've got somebody in their corner as an advocate to to help them along the way.
2: Yeah that's where I think our role is really important in bridging that um, particularly for people that haven't had a mentor before. Um, So mentees that are coming into this quite fresh probably don't necessarily know what to expect or you know how to get the most out of the experience and i think sometimes especially when there's a, a big difference in terms of the seniority might find it difficult to be able to articulate um certain things we might not feel comfortable about certain things and i think that's where myself and lynn's play a really important role
0: yeah i'd agree um, so so thinking about um, you know, for for your experiences and maybe experiences of, of, of other people that you've had. Um, do you think, you know, wh- one mentor is the way to go or do you think multiple mentors um, is the way to go based on experience and, and w- what you want to do? How how, how do you think about that, Lens?
1: So my experience, obviously, you're my mentor, um, but we've had conversations about different things and you've been able to put me in touch with, different people who when i've had so when i moved to sales i had some specific sales things so you were able, able to put me in touch with Michelle so i think that that method of having a main mentor but having other people that you can branch out to works really well but i think what we say to a lot of the mentees that come on board um is that actually it's absolutely okay if you outgrow a mentor or if your objectives change and you need something different, you don't, you don't have to stick with that one person for the whole time. If something changes, then they can talk to me and James, and we can try and find them someone new. And I think the, the same applies. And, but you would always still, you've still got that relationship with your mentors, your original mentors. Mm. So you're still going to be able to contact them, and you're still going to be able to speak to them if you think that they're better suited to the problem that you're trying to solve, or the dilemma that you have, or just the advice you think you need. So you've already built that relationship. So just because they're not your official mentor anymore, doesn't mean that you can't talk to them. So you've just, you, its like okay, well you're getting the best of both worlds then. Mm, that's a
0: good way of putting it. In there. And James, what, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, I think. Um, the key thing is to have I don't want to say as many mentors as possible but your priorities and your career goals change as you move through and I think having people especially from different backgrounds and different perspectives makes a lot of sense and I think really really does enhance your your experience and your skill set so I think having more than one mentor is quite an important uh, part of the process I would argue and I think that you know the key thing for me is is when i'm speaking to directly to mentees is making sure that they're still getting what they need from it because they might go into the mentoring relationship having an idea of what they want to achieve um and having certain aspirations in the short term but that might change quite quickly once they start speaking to the mentor getting an insight into perhaps where they want to move on um and that might change the trajectory slightly and they might change quite quickly it might be a longer term thing but i think we've already seen in recent times, just how much the on workplace has changed just with the virus and everything else, we're all working from home. And I think what i found is, certainly as a line manager is when people move from an office environment into a working from home environment. Well, I've worked from home for a long time, many, many years before this, and being able to kind of teach yourself ways to stay focused and, and things like that is, is another part of it. So that's likely to remain. We're gonna be working more flexibly home and work Um, going forward so we've already seen quite a big change in the modern workplace already just in this short period of time and I think things will change and it's important to get different insights and different aspects as you move through your career. Um, The mentor that you have at the start of your career will likely be very different to the one that you have midway
0: through. Yeah that's a good point. Um, We've talked um, quite a bit I think about um, mentees and how we support them from that journey, but is there is there anything, you know, if you had a, a mentee in front of you now, James, is there anything, any advice you'd give them uh, as to how how to get the most from that sort of, that, those first few conversations with their mentors?
2: Yeah, I'd say preparation is the key. I think the, the key thing, if you really want to get the most out of the mentoring relationship, you really need to spend time, some quite reflective time, and it, sometimes it's quite uncomfortable because i mean one thing that i would always do and urge people to do is think about their strengths and think about their weaknesses more often than not people can come up with more strengths than weaknesses because it it forces us to think about areas of our uh, areas of our career that we want to enhance and and sometimes being reflective like that appreciating where you need to add work or get support is quite difficult and the best way of doing it bring yourself outside of your comfort zone even more, is to speak to people you know, um, get some honest feedback from them, get them to tell you where they think that your strengths and weaknesses are, and come to that first meeting really prepared, really reflective, really ready to start um, challenging some of those things, because the more you can arm your mentor with um, the areas you you feel you need to work on, but not just you, but others, Mm. the better. But like I say, you need to be prepared for that kind of internal I'm gonna feel uncomfortable about this probably, but if I want to get the most out of this experience, it's good to reflect.
0: Yeah, and, and I suppose that, you know, getting the most out of the experience, is, there's no point, I guess, sort of um, rounding things off a little bit or not being completely honest um, and then expecting to to sort of accelerate and grow really quickly. Because if you're not honest, if you've not got gathered some feedback, if you've not found some time to, to really think about what you want to get out of it then you know you can't expect then to, to to really get the value from the from from the mentor I suppose um Lynn's
1: anything else you dad um I think probably just about that they need to take accountability as well I think sometimes people go into the mentoring relationship thinking the mentor is just going to tell them what to do Mm -hmm. but that's not what they're there for. They're not your line manager or anything like that. It's about a discussion that you need to reflect on that's going to then help you grow. So I think, yeah, a lot of just being prepared to do the work and not just be handed kind of a solution.
0: Yes. Um, Yeah, no, that's a really good point, actually. I suppose it talks about the way in which we um, set the relationship up within Future Leaders is it's uh, it's absolutely a 50-50 relationship. You've got to commit to it as much as the mentor's got to commit to it, um, yeah. and that's that's the way that we we think you get the best out of that relationship. Actually, um, so just just coming on to the to the last topic then, um, and if if you had somebody in front of you now that was thinking about getting a mentor, um, and maybe they were thinking about it, but they were also talking about being busy, you know, how would you how would you handle that? What sort of Ways in which you would talk to them about it, and, and actually, is there ever a time where you'd say, I don't think a mentor is right for you? Maybe. Um, James, what do you think?
2: I would say, I would say go for it. Um, I think there's plenty of statistics out there. I know we, we shared one of them recently about how the vast majority of people that have experienced the mentor mentee relationship found it a positive experience. So I think that's really, really important. So I think that's the first thing. Your second point is, is quite an important one because I think we're all busy um, and I think that, that there's definitely a tendency to think, well, actually, I can't, I can't spare the time. And I, I challenge that notion um, because I'd almost say, look, can you afford not to have a mentor? Because if you are absolutely slammed with work, um, there's probably a few reasons in there that you can actually control Um, One of them might be a mentor could come in and just give you some insights on how to delegate work, perhaps, um, if that's an option. Um, They can help you manage your diary more effectively. You know, these people come with bags of experience to try and kind of change the way that you think about your Mm day-to-day. And they could unlock lots of precious time for you. So that small amount of time invested in a mentor-mentee relationship could pay dividends from that perspective. Yeah. Um, on the third point about is there a time when it doesn't make sense to have a have a mentor, I would probably say it depends on your personal circumstances. I think we've already touched on how important it is to kind of mentally prepare yourself for that journey. If you really, you, re- you need to really commit to that relationship and that's both sides, the mentor hmm. and the mentee. Um, and like I say, think very reflectively about um, you know your blind spots and what you want to do and i think unless you're prepared to really commit to the process then i would say probably probably no um but um apart from that um I, i'd say go for it it's yeah, more, more often than not a very positive experience
0: yeah absolutely and I, and I suppose when you are really busy um and maybe caught up in a, in a bit of a negative cycle of um you know back-to-back meetings um you know maybe you could talk about reaching burnout, those sorts of things. You know, having somebody else to talk to during that time, you know, lead, leadership can be a very lonely place. Um, and it sometimes it can be difficult if you're under that amount of stress and things aren't quite going your way. You know, you might not want to share internally with with, with somebody else in, in your organisation. Um, having somebody else to talk to, I think, is, is massively important. And I suppose it's, there's that kind of old adage of you know are we ever too busy to innovate?
2: Mm.
0: You know, is is you know, do you do you stop when somebody says I've got this wonderful bit of innovation for you that's gonna accelerate you and you kind of go, sorry, um my head's down, I can't I can't see it. You know?
1: Um anything
0: anything you'd add on on those points, lens
1: Um same as James really, just do it. I've talked about my mentoring experience before um, in a really positive way and I think I can't recommend it to enough people um, whenever anyone asks me about it, I think that there's um, you've got to, you've got to take that leap and the whole thing about the time obviously we did some posts on LinkedIn about this it, it's a bit like self-care. you know even in your personal life you've got to take that time to look after yourself this is kind of a professional version of that you've got to make time and if you are saying you're too busy somebody who doesn't necessarily know you who might not have any kind of preconceived ideas about how you work could really add some value as to why you are so busy and like James says give you some key tools to be able to manage that a little bit better than somebody that sees you every day and might work in a really similar way so can't give you that insight yeah
0: I think that's a that's a really good point, actually. Um, and, and I guess you know, thinking about you know, your your journey, Lindsay, there, was a, there was a moment where you kind of thought, "I'm I'm stuck in a rut. I need to change something." Yeah. Um, you know, and um, when you think about it, you, you know, you kind of shared very openly and honestly about you know your journey to date, but but how you felt about it, um, and then you committed to, to to sort of trying out some some things and. And were able to, to feel good having tried them out, and and they were moving you forward. So I suppose it's um, the way I always see it is, you know, the mentee is the one always doing the stuff. Yeah. You know, you're the you're the one trying out different things, uh, and the mentor is the lucky one because they get to hear, you know, how well those things have gone.
1: Um, yeah, all about it. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. And it and I, I I've always found and I, as I said earlier you're coming away from those conversations really inspired because, you know, I, I, you know, we all, we all get stuck in a rut sometimes. Um, and sometimes just, you know, you've had back-to-back meetings and then you have a mentoring chat and then you kind of feel lifted actually. So it's, um, it is, it is a great experience. Um, okay. Um, thanks both. I mean, I really enjoyed that conversation. Some really good tips, for anybody that that wants to become a mentor um but equally you know, if, if people want to become want, want to have a mentor um and i think you told a really good story about the the different ways in which we look at things within future leaders mentoring and the journey and the support that um you both give people uh within the organization so um thank you for attending today but also thank you for all the wonderful work that you put in uh, to making our, our sort of mentee and mentor experience so positive um so that's the the end of the podcast today thanks everybody for uh, listening in um if you want to subscribe to our other podcasts we are on wherever you find your podcasts so whether that's spotify or apple music or, or anywhere else so you can subscribe to us there And uh, we we tend to push out uh, weekly uh, podcasts on various different topics Equally, if you're interested in becoming uh, a mentor or uh, getting a mentor, um, come along to our website, which is www.futureleadersmentoring.com. And there's a button on there then that says join us. So if you tap that, um, you will go through a bunch of questions. um, And I guess back to your point, James, is finding that, that bit of time to answer those questions because we've deliberately set the questions up um so that you're you're really thinking about yourself and what you want to achieve um and so grab yourself a cup of coffee cup of tea give yourself 10 minutes and um and you'll be fine so if you're interested in joining us click on that so that's all we've got time for today um, thanks for coming along and listening to us and we'll see you on the next podcast thanks lynn thanks james thanks Bye. Thank bye